Welcome to Sisterhood Speaks, hosted by Pastor Tracy Breland and moderated by me, Rose Hamerly. Sisterhood Speaks is all about giving women a voice to tell their story. So thanks for tuning in as Sisterhood Speaks. Hey, everyone. I'm so glad you joined us today for Sisterhood Speaks. We have a great voice with us today that you're going to so enjoy. It's in celebration of Women's History Month. It's all month, but we're celebrating another great part of this month, and it's World Down Syndrome Day. And so I just happen to know one of the best people with the greatest, loudest voice of love that you'll ever meet. And it's my own daughter, Caroline Olivia. Caroline, I'm so glad you're here with us today. Hey, girls. Oh, yes. We're going to just talk about you and celebrate you uh, all month, but especially this coming Sunday, which is March 21st. Uh, so aren't you excited about that? I'm so excited. We're so excited. We're so excited. She loves the celebration more than anyone I know. Oh, yeah. How long do you talk about your birthday? Oh, every, every year. Yeah, for how long? Months? Yes. And who gets really <laughs> aggravated about that? Everybody, kind of. Everybody, but particularly two people that were born right around your birthday. Who oh, is yeah, it? twins. The twins. Oh, my goodness. And there's huge arguments in the kitchen about it, isn't there? Oh, sorry. <laughs> because they were born a month before you, right? Oh, yeah, April 19th. April 19th. And so they always have to be hogging in on your month, right? Oh, yeah. It's so sad. It's so hard. <laughs> so hard to be in a big family, isn't mm-hmm. it? Well, we are going to spend March 21st celebrating you all day because we mm-hmm. really know that it's a glorious day, but not only for you, but for lots of young people around the world. But let me just tell the folks what what the world knows about Down syndrome or what maybe what they need to know. Mm-hmm. World Down Syndrome Day began in 2006. And then again on December 19th, which is a huge day in our family, on 2011, the United Nations uh, declared this the World Down Syndrome Day. And so not that long ago have the whole world been celebrating it. But we finally are glad that they decided that with us, this is something worth celebrating. Definitely. Yeah, I think so. So on this day, people with Down syndrome, we're going to celebrate. So how are we going to celebrate in our house? For us, it's about love, safe, family, and God. Yeah, and we're probably going to eat some cake, right? Oh, Tons of cakes. Yes, tons of cake. Didn't last year or so one of the one of your sisters got you a cake that said I don't know, 321 on it. Yeah. That was so clever. And we just made a party of it because I think the reason you celebrate your birthday is because you always know that we were really glad you're here, right? Yes. (laughs) So on this day, we need to celebrate anyone we know that has Down syndrome. We need to make people Mm -hmm. aware of these beautiful humans in our existence, right? Absolutely. And so how do we do that? We, We just raise public awareness by right now there's a there's a thing where they do these socks rocks or something. And you just wear different color socks. But, you know, your daddy always wears crazy <laughs> socks, right? All the time. What are some of the socks that he wears? Oh, like different ones. Like y- y- one of them is your face, your face on mm. one of the socks. My face on his sock, which is crazy <laughs> seeing my head on his socks. <laughs> but the whole point is that you wear these crazy socks, and they don't have to be mismatched. They just have to be mm-hmm. fun. And someone mm-hmm. might say, why do you have that socks on? And then you would say, well, I'm glad you asked. That the world's full of all kinds of people, and we are we celebrate that. Down syndrome is in every race, every nationality, 
every socioeconomic status, every religion, all over the world. And so we know that this is a this is a human group that was left out in the past and we're determined not to leave these people out. There's estimated 400,000 people in America with Down syndrome right wow. now. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Oh, yeah. That's a big population. That's mm-hmm. bigger than Mobile where you live. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that crazy? And so the world knows that these children can do all kinds of things. Oh, a lot of things. Lots of things. Not very long ago, they made, there it was a law that you could have appropriate education for everyone. And it pulled these children in and got to mix them with all kinds of children. And that's when the awareness, I believe, really began. Mm-hmm. Because when we do life together, all kinds, all races, all kinds of people, then we really begin to understand each other and the highest gift, we really begin to love each other. Mm-hmm. And so... The great thing about social media recently, we get to see all these people oh, on Instagram yeah. and YouTube, all kinds oh, of people yeah. doing all I love Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you love Instagram. We get to do, see all kinds of people doing all kinds of things. But children and adults with Down syndrome have really risen to the top lately of doing really some extraordinary things, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, your brother loves this, Chris Nick. He was the first person with Down syndrome that completed the Ironman race. And so, Caroline, that's running two miles, biking 112 miles, and then swimming a certain amount of miles. But he did this all at the age of 21. Wow, I no idea. Could you run that far? Not really. <laughs> But you can swim a long ways, though, can't you? Oh, yeah. But he did that, and the whole world celebrated him. And so it not only is about him, but it's about everybody, every human that has this condition. Mm -hmm. And so it raises the level. And so I know you have some favorite people that you like to admire on Instagram that uh, you would like to celebrate today. Who are they? Actually, um, I follow some people on my my Instagram. It's like, there are syndrome people. Right. And who is really your favorite one right now? I see uh, one one is artist. Uh-huh. It's Charlie French. Yes. And his Instagram is just Charlie French, right? Yes. And some of his stuff is beautiful, isn't it? Oh, uh, very beautiful. You keep wanting to buy one, don't you? Oh, I want one so bad. <laughs> so she wants to give a shout out to Charlie French. If you would be listening, we're very proud of what you do, and it's beautiful, and we will at some point buy one before they're all sold out. Right, Caroline? Oh, yeah, definitely. That's right. And I know that one of your sisters ordered you something, this, this other person that you admire. Who is it? Actually, um, I got one more left. Mm-hmm. It's G-Dog Delights, right? Yes. And what did you get in the the mail? I got a few things for my daughter. Uh, a toffee toffee one, a toffee cup, and a few treats. Some doggy treats. And this company was started by a girl that happens to have Down syndrome. Uh, yes. And so they're great nutritional little snacks for your dog. Mm-hmm. And then you got a coffee cup to drink and celebrate her. Wasn't that great? I, I just love that. You love dogs. You really love dogs, don't you? Yes. What are the names of your dogs? Actually, two of them does boys. Right. And one of them is Jaws and Ralph. Do you have a favorite? I do favorite. I just love all dogs. You love all dogs. I know it. But let me ask you a question. Why don't you have a girl dog? I wish. wish what kind of dog would you like to have? 
Well, I either have a, a Charles Spaniel, but I don't want more. Oh, oh, we love Gigi, our Cocker Spaniel, didn't yes. we? Yes. Well, she had to go to heaven, and we all cried. Yes. But maybe someday you could have another little Cocker Spaniel. Wouldn't that be great? I would love that. I would love that, too. We're dog people, aren't we? <laughs> so I am so glad you gave the shout-out. But another little people that you like to watch on Instagram, who is this? I you two little boys. Right. It's Tom Milo and Chuck, is that right? No, it's Chuck, uh, Chuckles and Meatloaf. Yes. And they're twin boys, right? Yes, they are so adorable. They're so adorable. And she just gets the biggest kick out of watching them. It's about like when it just reminds us of our twins in our house, right? Yes. Well, we know that th there's a lot. If there's 400,000 people right now, with Down syndrome. We know a lot of them are doing great things, and then some of them need encouragement to know that they can do great things. Isn't yes. that right? Oh, yeah. So this is what the world knows about Down syndrome, but what do we know about Down syndrome in our family, right? For us, it's about love and just being ourselves. That's right. And on May 22nd, 1995, uh, I was in the hospital in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of Oklahoma, in Stillwater, Oklahoma. It's just a country town. Oh, yeah. And I gave birth to a 10-pound, 2-ounce little girl. I had a fat one. <laughs> you were so fat. As soon as you got here, the doctor goes, holy cow. <laughs> and so I got this baby, and she was so fat and so cute. And then in the middle of the night, they started bringing questions in. Yeah. And it wasn't a few weeks later that they told me that you had Down syndrome. Yeah. So I caught my breath, and I just, all I thought was, I love her. She's so cute, and she's so funny, and I don't care what anybody else has to say. We're going to do everything they say we can't do, right? Yeah. And so they would say sometimes, oh, she won't be potty trained at this age. She won't walk at this age. And I'd be like, no, 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 no. That's where stubbornness comes into play, right? Definitely. So I put on the ref refrigerator this saying that they would say, you've got any mountains you say are uncrossable. You've got any valleys. You know, we can we specialize in doing the impossible. Mm -hmm. And so that was our goal, doing the impossible. And so no more than you were like six months old, we had the twins or found out we're having twins, and then you were 11-month-old, mm -hmm. Yeah, we had twins. Yes. And so you've seen some of those videos lately of you little and the twins newborn. They're funny, aren't oh, they? Oh, yes. Can you believe you were a big sister and you were so little? I just, I don't fall in love with it. I know. It was a crazy, wild home, but it was fun. Yeah. Well, anyway, so they would say you couldn't walk, and I was like, the twins will not walk before her. And so you were like 18 months maybe 20 months, and I, I knew you could walk. You were just afraid. So I used mm -hmm. to put M&Ms on the couch <laughs> and make you go walk to them. Yeah. And out of everything we tried, you would walk for M&Ms. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> Doesn't that make perfect sense that that's, how, that's what got you motivated? Sweets. Yes, sweets. And so we began to find out that our life is never what we think, but it's usually way more beautiful, right? Very beautiful. And so we relaxed from all the tension that the world said it was going to be one way and we just decided that it was good and we were going to enjoy what had been given to us. 
Hey Sisterhood, it's Rose here. If you haven't already gone to Instagram and followed us at South Coast Sisterhood, we are selling an adorable Sisterhood Speaks mug for only $6. And all you have to do is message us on our Instagram and you can pick it up or we'll ship it to you. So check it out today and pick up your Sisterhood Speaks mug. So we had a lot of fun in our family, no matter what kind of family it looked like to the world. You know, we had a uh, curly headed big sister. We had you that had Down syndrome. Then we mm-hmm. had twins. And then when the twins were born, we had uh, another little baby that yes. we all called the baby. Yes. Right? Who yeah, David, ba- David, Ashley. David is the baby of our family. So we end up having a lot of fun. What was some of the most fun things that you did as a child? For me, I just be myself and... I just love to see my mom's face every day. You do, but what were the kind of things that we used to do as a family? Actually, for me, is a very fun, fun night. Yeah, Friday? Friday, yes. Yeah, Friday. Fun, fun night. Yeah, Friday, family, fun night. What do we do on Friday, family, fun night? There's like uh, one of the like, movies or games. Yeah, we love, what's your favorite game? <laughs> Actually, I use those, I use those, this thing I tell you, Uno. Uno, she does win a lot in Uno. We usually play, and the prize is candy, isn't it? Yes. We love to play for candy. It's probably not too healthy, but we just have fun <laughs> with it. Well, so another fun thing we did as a family, we'd always go get ice cream together. Remember oh, that? Yes. And what is your favorite ice cream story? Oh, my goodness. I just still remember today. Yeah. Tell us about um, that. I was very little. Like yeah, how, how old? <laughs> I don't know. I was, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely three. About three, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, one day or one night, whatever, well, in a crazy car. A crazy car. <laughs> and I just, if I have ice cream, now that one, uh-huh. I lived it for a while. Right. And the funny part, beginning, I feel it on my dad's head. Yes, randomly, she would never drop her ice cream. She loved ice cream so much. And weirdly, this day, she threw it in the car. We were in a Suburban, and it hit her dad in the back of the head. Soft serve ice cream. (laughs) That was funny, wasn't it? Yes. We all thought it was funny, but who didn't think it was funny? I see him. Yeah, Daddy did not think it was funny. And so he opened up the window, and what did he do with it? So toss it out. Toss it out the window. Mm. And so what did I do? Well, like you, you always uh, me love, but you always do me another ice cream. Yeah, and so I snuck my ice cream back to her because I wasn't going to have everyone else enjoying their soft serve and her sitting there by herself. And so I felt good, and she was licking her ice cream. It was mm-hmm. so fun. Yeah. And then what did you do? <laughs> Round two, I did another one. <laughs> Round two, she threw that one and hit him right in the head again. Mm-hmm. And he exploded, didn't he? <laughs> well, I think the second one is a big one. <laughs> the second one was a big one. He going, who gave her another ice cream? And he threw that one out the window, and I was like, oh, gee. And it was fun, but mm-hmm. the story has been yummier than the ice cream, wasn't it? Oh, uh, I think in both ways. We have laughed about that so many times. We've had so much fun. Yeah. And so we thought we would have only hard times when you got here, but really we've had so much fun. Yeah. But there has been some hard times, right? Not a few things, not a lot. Not a lot. We most of the point had a good time. Mm-hmm. But 
once or twice we've had some hard times, but you know, everybody has hard times, right? Oh yeah. Oh, I hate them, but everybody in life, whether you have down syndrome or not, you have hard times. Yeah. Well, I know one time when you were in school, well, let's don't say the name, but a certain boy decided to bully you. You remember that? Yeah, definitely. And that was very painful, wasn't it? I didn't like it at all. You didn't like it. So what kind of things happened? I see, yeah, no, this or not. I, I hate running because of him. You hate running, yes. Because what would he do when you would run? I don't know, but I, he does laugh. He would laugh and yeah, trip you? Maybe. Yeah, make you fall down is what some of the friends said, that he would make you fall down while you're running. Yeah. And we didn't know what to do about that, remember? Yeah. So we kept telling the teachers, and they weren't really stepping in. Yeah. And he kind of just made it his job to be mean to you, right? Yeah. So we just really got aggravated, didn't we? And pissed. We? we did. We got pissed. And so your dad went and tried to talk to them at the school. Yes. Right? And they they told the principal everything, and it just got worse, didn't it? Yeah. And so we just had a hard time, and one time, I don't know if you know this, but we decided we had to forgive him, didn't we? Yeah. So. Well, you know, you know me, I always bring love all the time, but I just want to forget it. Yeah, so we, at prayer one night, we said in the bed, we said, well, Jesus, we got to forgive him, and we can't keep being mad at him. Mm-hmm. So we just then grabbed hands and we prayed, Jesus, help us to forgive this person. We're not going to say his name. Yeah. Help us to forgive him. And Lord, we as we forgive him, we just release it in Jesus' name. Then do you remember what happened? What? He got called in the principal's office and got in a lot of trouble. Wow. For bullying all kinds of kids. Yeah. But I think it was God just showing us that we had to forgive yeah. and let him take care of it. Yeah. That we couldn't have hate in our heart. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And that wasn't the only time. We had some other hard times, and we're not going to share those all. Mm -hmm. But on the point of bullying, if you're ever mean to anyone that's different to you, whether you're three or whether you're 103, it's not right, is it? Mm -hmm. We always treat people the way we'd want to be treated, right? Definitely. With grace and understanding and all those things. So then Mm -hmm. we moved from Oklahoma. Yes. And we came to Mobile, Alabama, right? Yes, the Ohio, Alabama. And you were hating to leave the school that you loved in Oklahoma, but you got to the yes. school here, and you just fell in love with it, right? Oh, I fell in love with it, all right. So, and God surrounded you by some great friends, right? Yes. So who are those girls? Actually, I had a, a lot of friends, but I got two friends really mean set out my life. Uh-huh. It's Madison Mason and Tammy Fifford. Yes, those two girls were just your best friends, weren't they? Yes. And friends really help you have fun. And enjoy life. And they also protect you. Yes. And so friends are very important. Definitely. Doesn't matter who you are, everyone needs friends. And so you became closer and closer from the time you were in like sixth grade till you were, was it a junior or senior this thing happened? Uh, that you won something at school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so when you were a senior, you got nominated for what? You guys not know this or not about sisterhood, but I was homecoming queen. 
Yes, she was nominated for Homecoming Queen. And the beauty of the whole story that ended up going all over the nations, they said it was shared more than any story on the news, is that she got nominated and we kept telling her, Caroline, now vote for yourself to win. Jesus is okay with you voting for yourself. Mm-hmm. But her best friend got nominated too. Yes. And she wanted to vote for Madison, didn't you? How would he do? And who did you end up voting for? Not me. Yeah, you voted for Madison, didn't yeah. you? Well, come to find out, Madison voted for Caroline, and then obviously the whole school did too. So mm-hmm. Caroline was crowned. Yes. Homecoming queen. Yeah, that year. <laughs> that year, and it was a phenomenal year. Yes. It was the best day of your life so far, right? The best thing ever to me. Right, and you got a beautiful crown on and a big white dress, and you got to stand mm-hmm. in the football field. With my friends. And went on television, right? Twice. Went on television twice. And so the power of kindness is amazing. Yes. The, the power of just accepting who you are is amazing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And so the world knows one thing about Down syndrome, and we know another thing, don't we? Yes. That it, just like any other life, mm-hmm. it's wonderful and hard and wonderful all together, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can keep thinking is the scripture, Psalms 139, verse 14, that says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelously, marvelous are your words. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you. I was made in secret. And I was, even though I was wrought in the lowest part, your eyes saw me and being unformed. And in your book, they were all written down. The days were fashioned for me when as yet there were none. So God was telling us right then, and that's, that whole chapter is about God's vision of man. And he was saying, all your days are written down. They're fearfully and wonderfully, mm-hmm. but we embrace them all. And I know, what is your favorite scripture? I think this is uh, my favorite of Beverly Hamilton's, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Yes, you know that scripture, don't you? It says, I know the plans I... Uh, uh, I don't know West now. <laughs> yeah, I know the plans I have for I you to, to give you a hope and a future. And a future. So God loves everyone, and he, ha- he wants everyone to have hope and a future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So no matter what you're going through, Know that God has hope and a future, and he wants you to have a wonderful life. Isn't that what we've learned? Yes. That no matter what you're going through, it's a wonderful life. Yeah. Thank you, Caroline, for joining me today. We hope that everyone got to enjoy and learn something from your wonderful voice and helps it. We hope this makes them go higher and farther in their life and enjoy every part of their life. Absolutely. Thank you so much. No problem. Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to subscribe so you'll get new episodes right when they're available. And for updates on the podcast, you can like us on Facebook at South Coast Church Sisterhood and follow us on Instagram at South Coast Sisterhood.